Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast for business inspiration, featuring innovative entrepreneurs sharing their stories, best practices, and actionable tips, sprinkled with my favorite topic, event planning advice to build community and grow your business. I'm your host, Sarah Brush. Let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I am really looking forward to talking to Devin Butler. Devin is the CEO of Arizona Entrepreneurs. Their mission is to provide entrepreneurs with the resources, support, and connections they need to bring their business dreams to reality. The Arizona Entrepreneurs membership was created to bring entrepreneurs together to connect, learn, and grow. By joining, you get access to a community of like-minded people, as well as important business tools and resources that will help you bring your business to the next level. Hi, Devin. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. I really love what you're doing with your business, and I'm really excited to learn more through this conversation. For sure. I'm excited to share more about the story and the, and the vision we have moving forward. I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Yeah. So let's start with, you know, how did you start thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and really having that mindset? And I think I heard that you had started up a couple of companies as well and kind of started in sports management. So I just kind of love to hear your history on that. For sure. So kind of a lengthy story. So like going back to really how this whole this whole mindset developed, um, I did not think like an entrepreneur necessarily. Um, early on in my life, I really kind of developed this mindset around sophomore year of college. So up until that point, really, like all I cared about was football. Like it was football, football, football. Um, I played in high school and I also had the opportunity to play college football. And, and I my whole plan was to go to the NFL. That was the dream and, and what I was what I was truly pursuing. And um, it was around sophomore year. I had a knee injury. It was the second game of the season. And so it was the first time that I was kind of brought back to reality and realized that, okay, football might not last forever. And I really, it's crazy because I was, I was searching online, like really just kind of learning a little bit more about entrepreneurship. I, I feel like I don't even knew, know what the word entrepreneur meant like early on yeah. in college. <laughs> my first time really being opened up to that space. Um, but I, I heard someone talk about the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I know so many people kind of had a paradigm shift to that book, but um, I was coming back from a football game and I, I read that book and it honestly just opened up my mind to a lot of different things. And I realized that I wanted to, it, it basically felt like he was reading exactly what was in my mind and, and what I was truly starting to think about. And I wanted to pursue something that ultimately gave me the life of freedom that I truly wanted to live. And that's kind of another reason that football seemed like an option because, you know, football players have the opportunity to perform at a high level and also, you know, make a good income from it. So um, entrepreneurship, it, it just really opened up my mind to the the possibilities and the freedom because with, with business and entrepreneurship and starting your own business, there's really no limit. The only limit is what you place on yourself. So being able to have that, you know, that potential to, to truly pursue exactly what it is you want, that, that really lit something under me. And, and from that point on, I, I just started doing a lot more personal development, researching, and and we'll, I'm sure we'll dive into the story of how Arizona Entrepreneur started. But um, you know, when I first moved out to Arizona, I just had the the this opportunity kind of fall in my lap, and I and I ran with it. 
That's great. And you're talking my language with football because we are a football family. Definitely. My husband played at Purdue and then his dad was a college football coach his whole life. And now my 11 year old's dream is to go to the NFL. So I feel you there. (laughs) And then I I think it's really great how you were thinking about entrepreneurship in college, because I think a lot of times, you know, people don't think that way. So you're kind of doing both things. And um, I think that's awesome. And you know, who did, I know you moved out here with one of your friends as well. Is is that he's in the business with you too? So he's not in the business with me. My good friend, Tom, that's who I moved out here with. And it's crazy because he, he and I, we had the same exact mindset as far as business and entrepreneurship. And that's really why we connected and made that decision to move out here together. But the first couple of businesses I started, I started with him when we first got out here. And then the, the time that we kind of went our separate ways, he's, he's wholesaling, he's in real estate right now. Okay. Um, like real estate investing and wholesaling. And then that's kind of when I found the opportunity with Arizona entrepreneurs and we both, um, you know, pursued our, our own passions. But up until that point, we started a lot of different businesses together. Yeah, that's so neat. I definitely wish I started thinking about entrepreneurship much sooner. So I have my uh, 13 year old daughter now who wants to be an interior designer. So I'm kind of getting her, you know, introduced to everybody and just start getting involved, you know, early on. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. So tell me about, you know, just starting Arizona entrepreneurs and, you know, how you came up with that idea and really translated it into a business. For sure. So the story is kind of crazy. So when we first got out here, are you originally from out here from Arizona? To begin I'm from with? Minnesota, but I've been here about 25 years. Okay. So I don't know if you can relate to this, but when I first got out here, um, you know, I was probably 23 years old. So freshly new to Arizona, me and my, my good friend, Tom, who I moved here with, and it was super difficult for us to like find like-minded people, find other, um, you know, entrepreneurs and just like-minded people to surround ourselves with. And we went to a ton of different networking events, a ton of different, um, you know, meetups and just tried to, to surround ourselves with those people and find people who we really resonated with. And, and it was super difficult for me to, to find that group of it, really what we were looking for was friends, like obviously business connections, but we also wanted friends and people who were, um, you know, thinking in the same light. So um, it was around March of 2019, like when I first claimed the Instagram. So basically I had an idea. I figured if I, I typed in Arizona entrepreneurs on Instagram, there would be an account. I can go find all the people engaging with ah. it and then, you know, build relationships with them and, and try to find those friends, those like-minded people. And long story short, there was no account. So I obviously, obviously <laughs> grabbed the, I grabbed the handle and I just started putting out content. And I realized like <clears throat> after the first like three to four months, people started reaching out, looking for the same exact things they wanted resources to grow their business and they wanted to learn from people who were where they where they want to be and they also wanted to connect and build relationships with other people who were who were like-minded so um you know around that time i just figured i could solve this problem myself i don't have to be the expert i i bring on and collaborate with people who are the experts and who have achieved that high level of success and then i'm basically just a facilitator just connecting the pieces and bringing everyone together so um, we actually launched the company in october 1st uh, on october 1st and and since then, it's just been, you know, such an enjoyable journey. And honestly, like the most fulfilling part is just seeing what I was struggling with when I first got out here, you're finding those people and those resources, being able to help other people have access to those things. Like that's the most fulfilling part, seeing that actually, um, you know, that, that change happening in people's lives. Yeah, you're really the visionary of it all. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, I can't believe that Arizona entrepreneurs 
you know, wasn't taken. So (laughs) that's actually pretty shocking, but, and I can't believe you just launched in October. For some reason, I was thinking you were a long, did you have a Facebook group before you started the business? I'm trying to think we, it might've been like slightly before that we had the Facebook group, but we launched Instagram March of 2019 or 2020. So yeah. So we had the Instagram probably six months before the actual business launch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me what's included because I know you do, you know, masterminds, master classes, you have like an online kind of vault of courses. You have different yep. kind of business specials and offers that you provide. Um, and I was looking on your website, you I mean, you have some really amazing educators that you bring in. Can you just kind of, you know, once you decided, okay, there's a need here, this is what I'm going to do. How did you even decide where to start to put this program together? Yeah. And the program and what you see now, that was not the same October 1st. So there was like a ton of tweaks and things that we had to adjust and change along the way. So, I mean, honestly, like I, I knew exactly what I needed, which made it easier for me to develop this because a lot of people who were reaching out, they needed very similar things. So I know that I wanted to learn from high level people who were where I, where I want to be. I knew that I needed access to, you know, different, whether that be business discounts or just resources that I knew would be applicable and helpful for me to grow my business at the time. Um, I knew the the main thing was the connections and relationships. I knew I needed to surround myself with other entrepreneurs and people who were, who were like-minded. And then, you know, also just being able to, you know, further those relationships, connect behind the scenes within, um, within the membership. I, that's really what, what we started with and how I, how I launched it is basically off what I needed. And then over time, it, and I feel like that that was kind of, a, a I guess, a, a tip that I learned along the way was just to put it out there and launch. I was talking to someone at the time who I met at, at an event and he said, draw a line in the sand and after that day, monetize, like put your offer out there. So I said, October 1st, started throwing it all over the social media. We're launching our membership October 1st. And <laughs> come October 1st, it was not ready. I mean, it it was ready enough, but I just put it out there in, in the market research, being able to learn from the members who are part of the community and, and continue to make changes. Um, that has been the, that, that was like one of the pivotal moments for me was being able to actually see what people wanted and, and to continue to adjust and change it. But um, as you were saying, we have the master classes. That's where we're bringing on these educators to come on and teach and, and people who I'm blessed to have um, you know, coming on to teach because they're people who I look up to. And when I first moved out here who were unreachable and the fact that they're coming on to provide value and pour into our community is just something um, super powerful. But we have those master classes, mastermind calls where we're brainstorming between the members of the group and helping each other overcome business challenges, um, that online course library. And then we also have a, something we just developed with our new launch. It's an online community platform. So you know, behind the scenes, outside of all the calls and in-person events to where people can connect, send direct messages, follow each other, just really um, stay connected within that, that whole online community platform. And then the in-person events, which we're, we're doing on a monthly basis as well. Yeah, I love that online community piece because I think that's so important to bridge the gap between all of the calls because then you just feel like you have continuous support all of the time. For sure. And that, that's the goal with it is just to really provide a a community and a place to where people can go with anything business or entrepreneurship, whether you have questions or just want to, you know, talk to other people in the group to where you have access to that. Yeah. And I loved how you talked about just going out there and just launching it. You may not feel completely ready, but I know I talked to a lot of businesses that are launching like coaching programs or memberships. And a lot of times it's also really hard to figure out how to monetize it, how to price it. 
Um, mm -hmm. Did you do, I know you kind of learned along the way and made some tweaks. I mean, did you do kind of research with the people that you knew were interested in advance before you kind of created the packages or how did you really figure out that sweet spot for pricing? Um, that's a great question. So honestly, it was, we, I, I did a little bit of market research, but it was not by any, any means a very thorough, you know, market yeah. research process. I looked at different organizations, what other people offered, um, you know, what people were really looking for within the membership and what I thought would be a fair price for that. Um, and, and the, the original launch and the price point we had, it, it's gone up since then, but with that, we've provided a ton more value and, and brought on high level people to teach and, and things of that nature. But um, ultimately, like, like we were saying earlier, I feel like the, the most important piece was just putting it out there. And then I was able to develop and change things along the way to where I felt that the, the membership needed to go to provide the most value for us on our end to, to scale at a high level. So, um, yeah, there, there was, there was a lot of changes. I just, I, I, so to answer your question, I didn't really have uh, a very strong understanding of exactly what it was that I needed to offer the price point. I just kind of put it out there. And then since then, I've been able to learn from the members who are part of the community, what, what things needed to change, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I mean, that's so important that you're, you know, take that time to really listen and understand and evolve because I think sometimes people get stuck with what they created and they want to kind of just stay there. But when you know, like, Hey, like we're going to put more value of what people want, we can raise the price. Like this is worth it. I think for that's sure. so good. Yeah. And then, gosh, I have so many questions for you. So um, do you feel like naturally just the way you've set up the community that people find like mentors or they find accountability partners through just the connections you're creating? A hundred percent. So there's such a wide range of people within the membership. There's people who own food trucks, there's business coaches, uh, you know, fitness coaches. Like it's a, it's a wide range of entrepreneurs, which it's not niche to one industry. So it, it's different in that aspect since it is a wide range. <clears throat> I feel like it provides a lot of different perspectives within the mastermind calls and when we're connecting and collaborating amongst the people in the group. And I feel like it, um, you know, people are finding mentors, accountability partners, they're finding all these things because the whole intention of the community is building relationships and building deep connections with people in the group. So um, it, it's just crazy to see because I feel like uh, there's a lot of people who have been there since like the very beginning, since October 1st. And, and as we continue to progress, you know, there's new members coming on each and every day. But to see these people actually as friends and building relationships, holding each other accountable, um, I have seen that come from the from the membership. And that's like I was saying earlier, it's just been a really fulfilling experience seeing people actually building those deeper connections and um, being held accountable throughout their journey because it's it's not it's not easy to go into entrepreneurship alone. So being able to provide that community to where people are able to, you know, continue to stay connected and hold each other accountable, mentor each other, just help each other along the journey. That is just um, an important piece that I feel all entrepreneurs need. Yeah, it just must feel so good to just watch those connections and see people doing business together and becoming friends and that you're kind of facilitating all of that. I think that's so exciting. A hundred percent. Like that's the, that's the most fulfilling part about it is just, you know, seeing people happy, building relationships and, and pursuing their business goals. Yeah. Okay. So I'm an event planner. I love events. And I think that's so, I mean, I know you must be as happy as me that events are coming back now, live events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're doing, are you doing one a month? You said. So yeah, that's the plan. They've been every like month, month and a half, but we try to do them on a, on a monthly basis. Um, but yeah, we're, we're trying to be more consistent with the in-person events. We've only had about five or six thus far. Um, so I want to be more consistent with the, the frequency that we do have in that. 
Yeah, and are these kind of um, like set up as like kind of cocktail reception mixers type events? For the most part, so up until two Saturdays, two Saturdays ago was our last event. And up until that one, it was a whole different venue and style of event. Up until that one, they were all kind of like you said, cocktail mixers, you know, building relationships, just kind of an open um, networking setting. Um, but the the past one that we just had a couple of Saturdays ago, that was, we had a whole panel of speakers, like business vendors and people with booths set up, food trucks, and it was a, kind of a different vibe. And that one we had at a airport hangar, and before then we've had them all at Schmooze in Scottsdale, which was just like a, a patio, basically. Oh, that's so cool. I was actually going to ask you that as one of the questions is that had you thought about doing something with like vendors so the, you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs could also showcase like their products and services during an event. So you're kind of doing that already. A hundred percent, but I would like to do more like a trade show specific yeah. as well. Um, I do want to mix it up. There's like a lot of different styles of events we want to have because a lot of them have been that mixer networking style, but I also want to have trade shows. I want to have um, like a conference or convention soon as well. Um, just, yeah, just mix it up and, and provide value to you know entrepreneurs. Yes, you're speaking my language. The sky's the limit with everything that you can do with those events. So that's really yeah. exciting. And how do you do it all? So I see like you have a team, um, you know, you bring in great speakers like we talked about. How did you figure out like you were ready to like bring on more people or did you start kind of with a team in place? Like, cause I know a lot of people struggle with, okay, where am I at in my business that I can actually like hire contractors or hire an employee? So what are your thoughts around that in your business? So it's, it's kind of crazy how it all happened because up until like recently, we didn't really hire on people. It, it was all built through collaboration. So the videographer that I've been working with for, for a long time, we were just exchanging services and collaborating. Um, together as well as the the educators that we bring on to teach and and a lot of a lot of the things that that went to build Arizona entrepreneurs throughout this whole process was just collaboration exchange of service helping each other um, you know throughout that process but I do have a small team so um, one one of the the really close people who have who's helped me build Arizona entrepreneurs his name's Ben um, I met him actually at a networking event on the day I launched the company on October first and. You know, he ultimately the, the team members and the people who have helped build Arizona entrepreneurs, I feel like the reason they they are bought into, you know, helping make this something successful is because they believe in the vision and the overall impact of helping entrepreneurs and, and, and providing resources and, and being a true impact. So um, Ben saw that vision from the very beginning. He's been helping me, um, you know, collaborated with our, our website developer, David, our videographers helped us. And, and we just found people who all you know, resonated with that vision and, and truly wanted to make an impact on people and, and be part of something that, you know, is continuing to grow. And that's kind of, you know, how we, how we built it this far. But to answer your question, I mean, as far as like a perfect time, um, it, it's, it's very difficult because like with finances and hiring on people and, and all of that, it, it, it is a difficult process. And I'm kind of in that right now as I want to you know, bring on um, another person to our team. So it's, it, it just comes down to finding people who resonate with your vision and, and who want to see the company succeed on, um, on a big scale. And then, you know, slowly integrating those people within the means of your business, because obviously it has to make sense for, for the back end of the business as well. Yeah, I, I mean, that's great. I think that is the whole thing. It's like finding the people that have, you know, can buy into the vision and have kind mm. of, you know, like-minded and just collaborate on all of these things because you can trade services you can have value for both of your businesses 
you know, they're getting value for helping support, you know, what you're trying to build. And then when the time is right, you know, then there's times where you can like hire or contract out. But that's my favorite part of business is that collaboration and creating those partnerships. And it's just so much more fun to do everything together. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Yeah. So how do you market, you know, your business to get members? I mean, is it mainly like social media? Yeah, honestly, majority of it has been through Instagram. That's kind of been our bread and butter as far as how we built our our following and and the community and everything. So a lot of it has been through Instagram. Um, And outside of that, really the the in-person events have helped a lot. You know, just being able to bring a ton of people together. People have found um, a lot of value with those in-person events, building relationships with people at the events. And from that, we built a lot of traction um, throughout the community because people want to, you know, consistently come to those in-person events and and then they typically come over to the Instagram and start following the content. So really just creating different experiences within the community and, and providing value on different levels has kind of spread the word through word of mouth marketing, honestly, which I feel like is the, the best form of marketing. Yeah. So you're, these events, anybody can go to and pay, but your members can go for free. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's brilliant because, you know, obviously you're getting your potential customers there and and seeing what the whole environment is like and meeting those people. And it's kind of like you leave and you're like, Hey, I want to be a part of this. For sure. So where do you visualize your business going? Like in the next couple of years, I know you're talking about these different formats of events and like, what's your kind of dream for this business? For sure. So really the long-term goal is I want to position that as the entrepreneurship hub organization for Arizona. So like, for example, when I first got out here, if I could have got plugged into something like Arizona Entrepreneurs, where I knew I would have built those relationships that I was looking for, um, got mentorship and guidance, training from high level people, um, as well as just resources within the community with different local businesses, collaborating with different local businesses that, that I knew would help scale my business. I want to be able to provide that for all entrepreneurs, whether people are just starting off or or that they're at a very high level and they you know, want to build at that scale. I want to be able to provide that for people on a, on a major scale. So positioning it, positioning it as an entrepreneurship hub for Arizona. And then also, as you were saying, the consistent live events. So having conferences, seminars, trade shows, um, you know, more mixers, different venues, spreading those around the Valley, because it is Arizona entrepreneurs. We're starting off in the Valley and more like Scottsdale specifically but I want to spread across the valley and then maybe Tucson, maybe Flagstaff, you know, like I want to expand um, around Arizona and be able to ultimately like the, the primary goal and vision is to make an impact on entrepreneurs at a, at a big scale. So, you know, continue to grow, spread out through, throughout Arizona um, and be able to provide those resources and connections that I know so many entrepreneurs need. Yeah. And do you ever think about, um, you know, eventually like, you know, all over Arizona and then going to where you're in other states or you're providing virtual memberships, at least to kind of get started into different locations? A hundred percent. There's there's a ton of opportunity just here within Arizona. So like that's my main focus now is just developing here. But after that, you know, we could franchise to other states. We could actually physically go to other states and start it up. We could do like a worldwide entrepreneurs that there's so many different directions we could go, but I do think something that is very valuable is having it location specific because Arizona entrepreneurs, people are able to actually build relationships with people who are in their backyard and they can actually meet in person, develop friendships with things of that nature. So um, down the road, definitely open to and have been thinking about ways that we could scale on a bigger level, but um, in the short term, just focusing on this market and, and kind of making our mark out here. 
Yeah, that's so good. Do you want to share, I know we talked about your memberships and kind of what was included, but do you want to kind of share more about that and just what your different packages are? Because I know we have a lot of businesses that are listening to this right now. For sure. So there's really only one membership offering package. There's two different price points. So it's either $150 a month or $1,200 for the year. And then what the members get access to, they get access to all of our in-person events, which we try to do on a monthly basis. Um, they get access to all the virtual events. So basically we have virtual events every single week. So one week it'll be the mastermind call. And those are really structured around brainstorming ideas with others in the group, overcoming challenges, helping each other just to level up in business. And, and with that, with, with, you know, helping each other overcome challenges and, and talking amongst our business, I feel like that's been a pivotal piece as far as people building relationships with other members in the group. Um, and then the other weeks we have the masterclass calls. So that's where we're bringing on our educated, our educators to teach on different subjects and areas that are applicable to entrepreneurs. Um, and then we have our online community platform. That's what we were talking about earlier, where you're able to connect, follow each other in the group, search people by, by industry. Um, we have like a whole thread and feed to where people can um, collaborate and connect with each other. Um, business discounts. So that's where we're just collaborating with different local businesses, things that are really applicable to entrepreneurs. So that might be videography services, a website, um, a business coach, things that a lot of entrepreneurs need providing discounts to those services. And, and outside of that, you know, just really our, in, our entire membership, what it encompasses is it's providing entrepreneurs with those resources, things that are going to help them to grow. And then also um, that community of like-minded people, which I feel like there's not really a price or anything that you can put on the value of a connection, but throughout this entire time, that is what I've found to be the most valuable. Like I, our, our new tagline is your one connection away because I, I truly live by that one connection, one, whether it's a connection to a person, a resource, whatever it may be, literally one connection can completely change your business and change your life. So um, that's, that's really the, where I feel like the most value comes out of is the relationship that people are, are building within the group. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And then for people that want to just, you know, start learning and, you know, maybe attend an event before they join or do something like that, is it best to just basically join your email list? Yeah, either the email list, which you could do that on the website or, or our Instagram, we're posting all of our events, promoting for the events and in our membership and everything on Instagram. That's definitely where we're most active at. So um, our Instagram is just Arizona Entrepreneurs, and then our website is also just ArizonaEntrepreneurs.com. So either of those places would be a, a good starting point to connect. Okay, perfect. I have a couple more um, questions I wanted to ask For you. Sure. So please, please. I I know you have, you know, really good speakers that come in like Lauren Boyd. I love her. She, you know, yes, for sir. legal, she's been on the podcast too. Um, do you switch out kind of the different experts that you have that are teaching to the members or how do you kind of identify who those people are? So basically with our educators, we, we brought on and partnered up with these 12 educators and in Basically, the commitment on their end is, is teaching two master classes over the course of the next year. So that's how we're able to every other week have a new educator come on and teach. And then after that, you know, we'll, we'll talk with, with all the educators. Our plan was to each year continue to rotate them out, bring on new mentors and speakers to, to come on and teach. But with that, if, you know, someone provides a ton of value and it's something that a lot of the members, you know, want them to come back on and stuff, we... We'll cross that ridge when we get there, but we might be bringing a lot of them back on, et cetera. But this is our first year actually bringing on the educators and doing this. So um, we'll see in a year kind of how that adapts and shifts and, and the different ones that we bring on for the, for the next year. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I was curious if there were businesses that were interested in, you know, being part of it in terms of like teaching or providing, you know, discounts for their services and things like that. Like if, you know, there was a way for them to connect with you on, on those things. But I understand you're kind of just kicking off this first year and you already for have sure. that, that for team. Sure. And with the business discounts, that's something we're open to still collaborating with local businesses on because we want to be able to provide our members, you know, a wide range of things that can be applicable to their business. So that's something we're open to. Um, but the educators, we do have those 12 people locked in and, and committed to two meetings. So we probably won't rotate those out until, um, and, uh, yeah, at least the first of the year, probably. Okay. And I know some of this is more back-end logistical, but it's just a lot of things that I hear entrepreneurs talking about is, you know, when they're doing kind of an online community, just even finding the platform that is going to be the best to connect people in the ease of use and things like that. Did you, was that easy for you to find or did you do a lot of research? Oh man, a ton of research, <laughs> trial and error, building websites, deleting them, like a ton of stuff. So originally I started off with Kajabi. It's a, okay. a membership platform that it, it was relatively easy to use. I was able to build the entire website myself and, and kind of the whole process with Kajabi. So it worked well. But when we went to, when we raised our prices and brought on the educators and changed a lot of things with our membership, one of the things that it didn't have was that online community feature. And I felt that that was really important because we had the live events, we had the the virtual events, but outside of that, people didn't really have a place to, to still connect and talk and communicate with the members in the group. So I transferred over to WordPress um, and I use a platform that's called Buddy, Buddy Boss or Buddy Press. It's like a whole integration. And I, I plan on with Buddy Press, they have a, a, a feature to where they do like a done for you app service and they, and they could build an app for you. Um, so down the road, I would like to build this all into an application. We're able to just go on the Arizona Entrepreneurs app, connect with people, see all the live calls, our events, and to where it's all kind of in one place. So that's the that's the long-term goal. But to answer your question, Kajabi is what we started with. We transferred from Kajabi over to WordPress, which has a lot more custom, custom, customization options. But at the same time, it is like that's when I needed to collaborate with a web developer because it wasn't all stuff that I could do myself. Yeah. Do you have any other, you know, just tips on, you know, starting a program like this and launching and just kind of the behind the scenes, because, you know, everyone will see when they go check out, you know, your Instagram and website, but you do a really, you know, we talked about this, but you do a very like high level top notch job. It's a very cool vibe. Like you just do a really good job with your marketing, your videos, all of that. Um, any other tips that you would share with other kind of business owners that are starting to launch programs? Yeah, I mean, so one thing that I feel like is super important. So with with the Instagram, kind of how we built our, our audience there is so like a couple of Instagram tips just to start off with that, because that's kind of where we built our built our entire following and audience. So basically, one thing I did early on is I did a lot of hashtag research. So I would search like Phoenix local hashtag AZ small businesses, um, different things like that, as well as find accounts that were similar to mine and follow the people that were engaging with those accounts. So initially how we how we went on to build our audience was we had a lot of different the the people that we were following and engaging with and continuing to like bring over to our instagram page and our platform were people who were you know in arizona and they were they were also following different business pages so there were people that the content we were providing in the page that we had it was relevant to them and what they were doing so i feel like that helped a ton was was building that audience of people who were who are relevant to the content we were creating. So that's why I feel like um, the, the content that we do create, people engage very well with that. But 
Um, outside of that, like I said, we did a lot of collaborations early on in, in our videographer, David, with Monetta Design, who's helped us a ton with, with making our brand look, like you were saying earlier, hip and, and fun and enjoyable. Like, and that's really the environment I want to create is to where people, um, you know, can. I, I don't think networking has such a bad connotation. It's old school and boring. I want to, I want to create some fun to that to where, you know, people can enjoy themselves and and really be a part of an environment and a community to where they're they're growing, but also having fun and building relationships. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, Instagram strategy. I feel like that that was very important early on, um, and and just finding your your ideal clients and your ideal audience and getting them those people to engage with your content and just providing good content for them to engage with. And then after that, you know, um, transferring them over and getting them over into your offer and your program to provide more value to them. Yeah. And do you do anything with, um, you know, influencers or ambassadors, you know, to help promote your services? That's, that's another very big thing, honestly. So like with a lot of the events and honestly, how we got a lot of traction early on is we, it, it was a lot of it was through personal connections and relationships. So these connections that I didn't have early on, like through the different events that we started to have and, and throughout the Instagram, I met a lot of people building those relationships and personal connections with people who are influencers and, and who do have a big audience and following that has helped a ton because when we go to promote for our events a lot of these people um, like some of them were on our speaker panel some of them um, are, are working with some of them are educators are working with Arizona entrepreneurs in some regards so they are incentivized to, to help us promote and spread the word and, and bring more people because they're involved with it in some way shape or form so um you don't don't have a specific strategy exactly for that, but just building relationship with those people and and you know that that has helped a ton with with spreading our brand and spreading our word out there. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it is. It's all about the relationships that can just take you so far. A hundred percent. Like you it's said, you're one you're one connection away. <laughs> literally one connection away from changing your life, and that's like before so the the multiple businesses that i started when i first got here and, and to give you some insight like majority of them failed um the biggest transition the, like the biggest difference between those businesses and arizona entrepreneurs is 100 percent the connections and you know it, it was beneficial obviously because arizona entrepreneurs is built around connections and relationships so some of that happened by nature and i didn't really have to go out of my way because i was attracting that with the business but it's night and day difference to when I first moved out here, I had no connections and relationships and try to start a business to a business that is built around connections and relationships. And it doesn't have to be that. That was just the nature of Arizona entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but actually developing those relationships, the, the two differences are night and day. And we've been able to scale at such a faster rate with having a network and resources in a, in a community of people. So, um, uh, yeah, one connection away. I feel like that's very important. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Well, this has been such a fun conversation, and I, you know, I was really looking forward to this because I, I wanted to hear all about the behind the scenes and kind of everything you were doing with because I just think it's such an awesome membership, and I think it's just going to be so beneficial to so many people that are listening. So I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Of course, I really appreciate you having me on. It was super fun, you know, kind of diving into the story and sharing more about it. I, I appreciate you, Sarah. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Event of Brush and in our private Facebook group where we continue this conversation. All of these details are listed in the episode notes. Your time is valuable and I appreciate that you spent it with me.